0: Welcome to this episode of The Making of an Exception. If this is your first time tuning in, this podcast is for anyone who's looking to be inspired to gain new perspective on life or is aspiring to live out their faith in whatever field you find yourself in. Each week, we'll be interviewing influencers and creatives who are exceptions to the rule. The fact that they've gone through what they've gone through, walked through the challenges and pain that they have, and have been gifted the way they've been gifted is what makes them an exception. Our goal is that you'd hear this story today, and you'd be inspired and challenged to be an exception in the making. If this podcast has impacted your life, you can help support by going to our website, exceptionpodcast.co and clicking the Patreon link or by finding it in the show notes. Thank you so much for your support and thanks for listening. Welcome to the Making of an Exception podcast. My name is Kirk Graham, and we've got a special guest today, uh, my Nordic brother. Hey. He's not actually my brother, but he's the founder Basically. of The Bible Study. Come on. Not necessarily founder, founder yeah. and creator. Creator, designer, yeah, I mean, writer. Yeah, CEO and president of Come on, exactly. The Bible Study. Come Maybe on. you've seen it. Uh, maybe you've heard about it. Yeah, hopefully that would be the goal, but his name is Zach Windall. Thanks for being here, man.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yes. What an amazing podcast that you have, man. Yo, I really feel honored. Thank you so much. Um, one of the,
0: one of the best things about Zach is, uh, and you'll get it over the next, uh, however long we talk in this conversation, but, uh, bro, your passion, your joy, Mm. your kindness, Mm. uh, uh, Little side note, right, as we start, we played in a softball league this summer, <laughs> and every person, the other team, the umpires, you were so <laughs> nice to
1: everybody. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. being a good person. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, and
0: we had some competitive teammates, too, Yeah, like right. You got to settle them and down a little Yeah, you're, you're like, let's Bring just it in. up. Yeah, let's lighten up. <laughs> We were just compliment fun. them, maybe. Uh, anyways, we're not the best. We were we, were, we were not the best softball team in the world, but. We tried. We tried. Hey, I thought we, we won did a great. couple games.
1: Yeah. I had never stepped foot on a baseball field
0: before. Actually, uh, <laughs> a highlight was Tissel was on that Tissel. It was I just, on that team. I yeah. <laughs> for one week, killed it. Yeah, no,
1: for like three weeks, right?
0: It was. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> but
1: Shout
0: for that, that to was Tissel the best week the out of all of them.
1: We won that week.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Anyways. <laughs> One of the most passionate, kind, joyful dudes Thank out you. there, and you're an entrepreneur like, uh, to the core of what that means. And, and even yeah. as we were talking before, I, I was saying there's plenty of people that call themselves entrepreneurs, but yeah. uh, have not had one successful business. So, yeah. um, I think because they're trying to start something, they would call themselves an entrepreneur, For sure. yeah. But in my mind, it's like, no, what have you built? Yeah. Um, and, and then, then. You know, and you've you built the Bible study and and a bunch of other things, clothing companies. You're about to launch something brand new. I'll let you talk about it. Uh, But you're to the point where this is this is uh, funding your life, which is crazy. Um, uh, But talk about talk about first the Bible study. Yeah, what it is. Totally. How you got into this world of (laughs) Right. right and like I was saying before. It reminds me of like Eugene Peterson writing the message, you know? Like, I mean, that's a it just huge seems, I know, it just seems yeah. like a huge task. Totally. And I can't name one other person that's put something together on their own, yeah. especially your age, like a yep. young dude that's put an, an entire Bible study, every book of the Bible's in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, talk about it. How did it start? Totally, yeah.
1: So the Bible study, it's a one-year study of the Bible that focuses on how each book relates to your life. Um, so it's very personal focused. Um, I started it... I mean, we got to go back to 2014, really. Um, I hit a spot in my life. We'll talk about my childhood later, but um, 2014 hit a spot where I was like, man, I don't want to consider myself a Christian anymore. I was like, I don't want to be associated with a lot of Christians because I just had been burned by so many of them. And just, I was bitter at that point. And I was like, God, I see all these other people that aren't Christians that are such good people that are so joyful, so loving. And I see a, a lot of Christians that weren't that, and I was like, "There is something missing here." Yeah, yeah. And so I said, "God, I'm going to give you two years. I need you to prove that you're real. Otherwise, I'm done." And I it, like, who are we to barter with God? But at the same time, I think like, if you aren't a believer or you're questioning your faith, to be like, "Man, God, if you're real, you got to show up," and I think He will always follow through with that.
0: Yeah, he's for sure. I, I mean, I'm on the same page with you in that. Um, one, God, if he is the creator of the universe, like, we got to be careful yeah. in how we, like, <laughs> like yo, For we'll sure. prove <laughs> it. Come on, know? man. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. he's God. But totally. at the same time, what you're saying, if you're an unbeliever and, and you're like, man, I'm just not there, he's, if it is real, yeah. if it is real... He's able to prove himself 100% know, because he's the creator of the universe. Right. And so that's kind of, that's the journey you're saying you yeah, went on. Totally. So and you he wants do to prove two, himself. What would you do for two years?
1: Yeah, man. So I, so that point hit early 2014 and I was like, literally that night I decided that I was going to move out to Australia six months later. To study the Bible. So I was looking at a few different places. I was like, I want to know the Bible. Because you look at any other religion, and their holy books are so important to them. Like, in Judaism, you have to have the Torah memorized by the time you're 12 or 13. Like, that's crazy to me. When when you look at a lot of Christians that have never even read the Bible all the way through. Maybe they have the New Testament, but they don't understand how Jesus, like the words of Jesus actually relate to the Old Testament. Which kind of blew my mind, because... I think it's such an important thing. Like, if you say that you're basing your life off of something, you should know what you're basing yeah. it off of. Like you know?
0: Islam, the Quran.
1: Totally. Yeah, yeah, Right, they go all in. Yeah. And so, I, and I know a lot of Christians that don't ever read the Bible.
0: Yo, side <laughs> note, I don't yeah. know why my brain's thinking about this. Come on. But I heard, I, and I, I don't know if it's with the Quran or Quran, Quran. Yeah, Quran, yeah. Uh, they, uh, there's... there's Again, it might be this might be extreme. I don't know. But they would, they would, their book they would view as so holy and so like potent and so powerful that they would actually rip out pages and put it like grind it up and put it in their drinks and have their children drink that because they want them to literally drink in and eat in the word of God. And we would believe that the Bible is the most important. Tool book, it's powerful. It's sharper than For a two-edged sure. sword. It's, it's alive. It's living. It's breathing. Right, uh, and and we're not drinking milkshakes with not Bible. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? I'm not throwing it in my tea. Well, and that's probably you know? a good thing. But <laughs> but taking taking the word of God seriously. So I actually agree. So on important that point. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So you went to so, Australia. So basically, so right
1: after I made that decision, um, I read the Bible in 90 days, front to back. I was like, yeah, I'm amazing. I'm going all in. So I read the Bible, and then a few months later, I moved out to Australia. And I was still very like, like okay, I, I'm in, but I'm not all in, and I haven't felt God show up yet. Get out to Australia in September of 2014. Day one, my life was rocked, like completely changed. Just like seeing what true community looks like, experiencing the presence of God, yep. and like... It was game over so, for me at that so point.
0: So where, where, what were you a part of? Like, Yeah, so
1: it was through YWAM, through their yeah, yeah. School of Biblical Studies. Yep. So most people, um, when you hear YWAM, you think of the DTS, yep. which is studying for three months and then traveling for three yep. months. And this was the advanced program, the School of Biblical Studies. It's nine months, and you study super intensely. So you go Monday through Saturday, 12 hours a day, 12 to 14 hours a day, so at no. least 70 hours a week. And then we'd have Sundays off where we were supposed to rest but I was like, man, I am out here to study and to learn. So when everybody was like hanging out on Sundays, most of the time I would go to the store, I would buy a book and I would read an entire book the, the whole day just because I was so like, I wanted to consume so much more. Yeah. And so every, every week we would study one to three books, um, and we would go into every book five times. So say we were studying Genesis this week. You would read out loud all 50 chapters of it um, in a setting. So I would usually sit in the living room. People liked the way that I read, so I would sit on a chair, and I would literally read 50 chapters straight through while everybody, well, everybody was sitting there listening. And so that was the first of five things that you had to do. And then it just went like even more in depth and you got to choose different things you could pull apart. And so you're looking at the Greek, the Hebrew, the background, uh, the author, like everything possible about the book you're learning over the course of six days, seven days. And so when you do that for the entire Bible for nine months, it's like so much head knowledge, but then being in that community you're also transferring all that head knowledge into heart knowledge and actually seeing it walked yeah, yeah. out and that's really where I struggled because growing up I knew a little bit about my faith but I had never seen it acted out and I never um, well, I had a little bit but it was yeah, never yeah. super personal to me and so now that it was becoming personal and becoming a real thing it was game over
0: here's a question <clears throat> I yeah. think I think with knowledge like that and that amount of study which is incredible, uh, it's, it's safe to say that there's, there's people in ministry pastors that you've done more study in the Bible than they have and yeah. preaching teaching all that. It's crazy. Uh, have you had moments of being like cynical towards other believers, people in ministry, all that? Uh, obviously there's a level of empathy and compassion for you to put out something like this saying, I'm trying to help yeah. people, yeah. uh, like take for those sure. steps in Bible study. But like, I feel like with knowledge, uh, then you have to battle cynicism in seeing totally. the other everybody else not doing what you're Yeah,
1: doing. and and even more so, so like when you study that much for nine months, you forget a lot of stuff right away. And yeah. so I taught a small group right afterwards for another nine months, going through it the exact same way that we had. And so now I'm going through all the content uh, for a second time. Yep. And so by the time I was done with that, I'm like going – I'm listening to pastors and stuff, and I'm like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, like, this should be said this way. (laughs) And and I hit a spot where I was like, what am I doing? That is not what this is about at all. And so, like, yeah, I was, like, criticizing like crazy for a while, and then I really had a heart check and was like, no, I need to um, really, like, spit out the bones and chew the meat of what I can because you're never going to find a – Pastor or a teacher um, that says everything exactly the way that you want it to be said, yeah. And so really. that was just something that I had to deal with personally, yeah. Um, and so I finally got over that over the last probably year and a half, yeah. Um, but it took and a then, while
0: for sure. So within the year and a half, as you're getting over that, you've written this Bible yeah, study
1: totally. And so um, early 2016, January of 2016, um, I was planning on going out to Australia to teach. Um, but see, what I didn't say earlier was um, I skipped the basic program to go straight to the advanced program. So they yep. allowed me to, um, which is amazing because yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have gone it's otherwise. It's like getting your
0: master's without the undergrad. Without
1: your undergrad. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, when I called him up, I was like, hey, I'm coming out in June to, to teach. I'm dedicating two years. And he was like, actually, since you skipped the basic, you can't teach can't the it. advanced. And I was wrecked. I was like shot dude. I'm sitting in my basement I remember and I was like god what is the deal? Like yeah. I literally feel like I'm supposed to teach these people and not not from stage. I don't like want to I don't yeah. want to be a pastor or a preacher or anything like that. I was just like, I feel like I have to teach what you've given me. Yeah. And like, in because I think anytime you're given something, um, God see, like watches what you do with it. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I thought I was supposed to do. And ever since I was younger, he's spoken to me very clearly. And that night he said, um, I want you to teach more than just 30 people in a classroom. You're going to teach people all over the world. And I've always gotten, um, anytime that I've worked on businesses or anything, I've gotten like a full vision for what it looks like, the layout, the design, everything. So that night I I knew I saw the cover of the Bible study. I saw the layout and everything. Yep. And I spent the next nine months narrowing down all my notes. Because I had I had 20 pages of notes per book of the Bible. So yeah. I was like, I have to do something with this. This is yeah. like important stuff. And people were asking for it. And I didn't want to just send them a bunch of Word notes, documents yeah. that are like my scattered thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so... I spent nine months uh, working on all the content, um, and then I spent three months designing it, and it was good to go in January of, um, of last year, of 2017. And I just sat on it. I started um, going after some different um, investors, and they started offering me money, but they weren't believers. Yeah. And I felt like the Lord was saying, if you take money from someone, I want them to be a Christian. Yeah, yeah. and Because it's a Christian product totally makes sense. Yeah. And so um, I sat and I waited for a few months before I did anything with it. I just had it as a file. And I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know what to do with this. And then people just started like hitting me up and giving me money and stuff. And trying like, to buy am like, no, to buy. like just giving me money to be like, here, take this for whatever's next. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to make a website. Okay. I need to, um, make promo copies Yeah. yeah. and did all that um and then i ran a kickstarter campaign in june of last year yep. we did a, a successful campaign over the course of 30 days um and so i had enough to do the first printing yeah, which yeah. is was incredible and it came out last october um and it didn't do that well right away and i was like what the heck <laughs> like yeah, just i just I literally on. just put like if you go all together it was like 2 years into it yeah. and it wasn't doing well and the Lord is like, your heart's in the wrong spot. And yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, what does that mean? And at the time I was like, yeah, I want to be this like, I want to be a pastor and stuff. And I'm like, wait a second, that's not even what I want to be. That's not even what I want to do. Yeah. And so I literally took three weeks off just figuring out my life and what I wanted to be known for and what yeah. I want to produce with my life. And,
0: and so what came of that? Yeah,
1: to create tools for believers to further their faith. Yeah, yeah. Um. And just so whatever that looks like. Yeah. And so this is obviously the first, the first. Yeah. Piece you've of got it.
0: some future ideas, which yeah, we'll get to for in sure. A little bit. Totally. But, so so since that heart change. Yeah. Uh, then there's change in how the and Bible it started decision. selling. Yeah. And people
1: no people started posting about it and sharing it and I was like, okay, this is crazy because I'm not doing anything right now and it's just yeah. uh, it's just making moves on its own and so like yeah, I work on it. Um, but I have all. I have the whole process streamlined, so yeah. I don't really, I don't really touch the product. I have people that do all my shipping and handling for me. Yeah. Um, people run my ads and everything, so I, it just runs itself. And if God yeah. wants it to be successful, it is. And we just got on. our fourth printing in uh, on Friday. Amazing. So yeah, selling nuts. out. Yeah, yeah sold out three times. Yeah, which is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So. Keep it going. And now it is
0: all over the world to the point of what God was speaking to you. Yeah. Uh, You know, I don't want you to just teach 30 kids. I don't want you to teach people all around the world now it's around we're in
1: every single state in the u.s yeah and we're in 132 countries and there's only 195 countries in the world you're getting close isn't that crazy yeah. so almost every single country you, know,
0: you should write out the countries that it's not i know in i need to, start to. Bring like over, yeah. just, just a market
1: it. adds to or them yeah dude you should <laughs> yeah. just to, say just we're to in do every it. country. yeah i think i'm gonna have to do that at some Yo, point that's wild dude. yeah are you in Nuts. canada because that's an easy oh, yeah. one let's it's just do it. piece of cake okay like it's nothing oh yeah I mean, I could like throw it like a frisbee to the Yeah. Just toss <laughs> you <know>? it, yeah. <laughs>
0: right. no I'm with you okay. so you you feel like part of your calling yeah. is or your calling is to uh what how do you phrase it further equip
1: to um, make tools for believers yeah. to further their
0: faith. so yeah, whatever correct. that looks like and <clears throat> yeah. It's not always been that way. Um, talk about, talk about, uh, so being an entrepreneur, busy, being yeah. a businessman, how did you get into the world of like, I wanna start a business, I wanna work yeah. for myself? For sure. Um, you know, where, totally. where did it all start? You know, and it, then what's happened in between, too?
1: Yeah. Um, so, going, we'll go all the way back. When I was nine years old, um, I would spend like two to three weeks in Florida every year. I love Florida, it's always just been a part of my heart. Yeah. Um, and I would, so nine years old, I would make, Um, necklaces with shark teeth on them and and shells and stuff with my mom. We would make like tons and tons of necklaces and I would walk up and down the beach and I would sell them to people. And I would make like hundreds of dollars as a nine-year-old selling jewelry.
0: No way. (laughs) Where are you just picking up shark teeth?
1: bro? All over down there. Back then, you could go to these stores and they would have all sorts of um, shells and they would have shark teeth and things like that. No way. And we would... um, we would take like some, um, you would like random leather and things like that, and jute, and make hemp necklaces and stuff, and yeah. just sell them. Like Yo, crazy. hemp necklaces used Bro, to be the thing. That dude. was it. Between those and puka shells, puka come, shells, come yeah. on. Oh yeah.
0: No, I was with you. I think I just <laughs> yes. had necklaces made of yarn. That's all right. I could afford. That's <laughs> all I had. So. <laughs> No, I was... Okay, so, yeah, you, so that that's was how like, you started. Like, oh my goodness, nine so you years have a old. Business going totally. Um, and what else have you done?
1: Fast forward. I mean, I was doing. I was doing music. I was doing a few different clothing lines. Um, I ran a media production company with some people. Yep. Um, where I ran like the um, creative side of it. Yep. But, like, this was this was all from, all those things were from 17 to 26 probably. Yeah. And like I was in school and so I would take classes that had to do with businesses that I was doing. So yeah. I would design t-shirts in a design class and then I would make a marketing plan in a marketing class and then I would go actually sell them at night and make like money off gym, of my classes. Yeah, business. yeah Right. No but, so it was always just like part of me. I mean, worked on like developing a TV show and just a bunch of random stuff. Cause I feel like it's so important when you have a creative mind. Um, I think so many of us will have idea after idea after idea that we could produce, but a lot of people don't act upon them. And so I was like, man, I don't want to be someone that is 70 years old regretting not doing something. Yeah. So I literally spent my 20s trying things and failing and failing fast. Because yeah, yeah. the faster you fail, the faster you can get on to the next thing. Yeah, so I didn't have a lot of success at all, really, even until the Bible study, I'd say. Yeah, it was all based on like gaining experience gaining knowledge and building relationships
0: it's almost like <clears> exercising your creative mind totally like it's not enough to just have an idea but like yeah. to get it to try to do something with it for you sure know? um that's like a full like a full rip, you yeah. know um, and you did that you you did a, a clothing company yep let's talk about that. Yeah, that
1: I started uh so the first one was called integrated threads. Wow. You know, integrating uh, Christianity into pop culture. Yes. (laughs) Because I always, I don't know why, I've always had, even though I fell away from the Lord for a while, I've always had um, like Christian morals and I've always wanted to – merge the two because yeah. i've always had like a strong understanding and knowledge of pop culture especially the hip hop industry yeah, yeah. cuz i've i've been in that for a long time and i used to work in it and so like i always wanted to be able to bring the two together so yeah. it's like integrated thread sounds like the sickest thing ever <laughs> and and when i when i started that i was actually um i would I'm like super persistent with things. Yeah. I would call Pharrell's label every single day because at the time he was making um, ice cream and and Billionaire Boys Club clothes. And I was like, man, he's the coolest dude ever. This was this was 14 years ago. yeah. yeah. And so I would call his label every day to try to get on the phone with him on my lunch break. And yeah. I would literally sit on hold for an hour every single day. And so like fast forward a few years, I was running a clothing line called Smile Collective. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was integrated
0: threads didn't really take off. It it didn't take it off at all.
1: I mean, that ended after probably six months. Um, smile collective. When I was in college, I was doing that. It was birthed out of something called pick your smile up movement. Um, and smile collective. I made a shirt that said born into royalty on it. And um, there was a cloud with a diamond in it. And it was like, your riches are in heaven. But like nobody would know unless I actually explained it to him. And a friend of mine wore it into the studio with Pharrell. And Pharrell looked at it and was like, man, that's a dope shirt. And I was like, no way. You have got to be kidding me. I was trying to hit this dude up for like three years. And then it came back around. The shirt made it. The shirt made it. And then... We started a clothing line to out of a, it.
0: You gotta re up on those shirts <laughs> for dude. real. Dude, dude. I don't dude, dude. own the company dude,
1: dude. anymore. Shoot. Because it wasn't successful. And so I was like, I'm out. So you're like, somebody else could take it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I gave it to my, the people that own the business with me. And, um, yeah. and then I just took some time off uh, for a few years. And then I went out to Australia. And that's where this came out of.
0: Yo, Afterwards. that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you talked uh, right before we started recording. You, you said uh, one of the biggest things about why you are the way you are is because you've been in the hospitality industry for yeah. a long time. 100%. Uh, one, what were you doing in the hospitality industry? Yeah. Uh, but how has that helped shape who you are now?
1: Totally. You know, since, so when I was 15, I started working at a Dunn Brothers coffee shop. Yeah. Um, I was I was 4'11", 105 pounds. I couldn't see over the counter, but they allowed me to Little guy serve there. everybody. Tiny guy. And I would also like roast the beans, but I'd have to stand on a ladder in order no. to get up because I was so small. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I was in the hospitality industry for like 15 years probably. Um, Fourteen or fifteen years, yep. and a lot of it was l- really high-level hospitality. Yeah, top country club, top restaurants. Whether I was serving initially or yep. managing, um, yep. what I was taught during that time frame was so crucial to who I am today. Yeah. Um, just focusing on how you are hospitable to the people around you yeah. and how you make everybody feel special and yeah. focus on the details. I mean, down to the fact that like <clears throat> we would take notes on everybody that came in so that next time they came in, we yeah, knew exactly yeah. who they were, what they like, what they don't like, how yes. to treat them when their birthday is, anniversary, everything. So when they're there, they literally feel like all the focus is on them in a good way. Not yeah. where it's like on a, on like a platter, creepy. but yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. But like so in tune with what you want and what you like that like we crushed it. And so I had that embedded in my brain for 15 years. Yeah. And man, that has influenced who I am to today. And I was always in hospitality because I was working at nights, yep. which was great. So say I would work uh, like 12 14-hour day, I would be I would be working on my own stuff during the day, my yep. entrepreneur stuff that wasn't taken off, yep. but I would be able to have meetings and, and everything and right. be able to plan and design. And then I would go serve or manage at night and it was perfect because it was the best of both worlds, yep. even though I, I didn't take a day off um, from 20 to 26, which was like not healthy at all. I had a pretty what? bad, crazy work ethic actually. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, it was super unhealthy and I didn't realize it until I got out to Australia. But I've always had this mindset that if I want something and if I want to be somewhere, and for me, I want to be um, an entrepreneur. I want to be living off of um, things that I'm making. You've
0: created, yeah. And
1: so I, from since I was younger, it's like, okay, if I want to get there and I'm not there yet, yeah. I need to figure out how to get there as fast as possible. And any time that I'm spending not working on it is a waste of my time, yeah. which is like terrible. Yeah. But it... Like, that was my drive for years and years. For most of my 20s, that was my drive.
0: That's so interesting. So in that time of life, did you care much about... um, How did you view it? Because this is something that I've been thinking about lately. Did you care much about your own happiness in that time? Or was the goal like... I'm not. I don't care about my own happiness. I'm going to work so hard that that it's going to enable me living off things I created, being a successful entrepreneur, and that's when I'm going to be happy. Or like the because now there's new like there's new. It's not new, but there's language that I'm picking up more and more that says like I need to figure out how to yes work hard, but enjoy the journey of it. You know where were you at back then? What's your view of it now? You know, it's
1: so interesting because back then, even to this day, I've always just been very joyful and I've always been happy in everything that I do. So no matter what I'm working on or what I'm doing, I find joy in it. So it was never like to get somewhere to be happy. It was to get somewhere to be, I guess, where I expected myself to be. Yeah, and it, and it was, and it was to live just, up to your own expectations. Totally. Right. And yeah, my expectations are super high. Um, but because I want to do so many great things, like yeah. not for me, but like for other people so much. And so back then, I mean, my whole life, people have been like, I don't understand how you're so happy yeah, in yeah. the chaos and how you can remain peaceful in the chaos. Yeah. And, and, And I think it comes back to the jobs that I had and where, yeah, like if everything is going crazy, you have to make it at least look like everything is under control and make the other person feel special still, no matter what you are dealing with internally. And I've always been so much of a thinker and not really a feeler at all. So it's like, okay, if I want to get somewhere, this is what I need to do to get there. And I don't think, I've just never even like focused... A ton on my emotional state because it's always just been like, yeah, I'm positive, a joyful yeah. dude and I'm positive because it was embedded at such a young age. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: uh, have you ever had moments where you're perceived as happy, but internally you're you're going through it? Uh,
1: yes and no. I literally think the last bad day that I had was in 2014.
0: Yo, you're making so many people mad right now. I know. And people say that all the time.
1: Like I was talking to someone the other day and she was like, she's like, you're, you're like a robot. That is not normal. And it's not okay. You need help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Kaylee, so my wife, she'll say it all the time because, uh, I haven't cried in a long time. Like, like, like. I mean, I've, I've felt deep emotion and there's been some tears that have trickled out. Right. But like, she's like, (laughs) you didn't cry at her wedding. You didn't cry at her girl's birth. You know, like, you didn't like, I mean, these major moments (laughs) where like, she's just waiting for the day to see me cry, you know, just break down, let it out. But she's like, it's not healthy. Like (laughs) you're like emotionally blocked up. Uh, are you similar in that? Like, like if, if you are, if you're, high all the time, that sounds bad. If you're high all the time. Uh, no, if you're, if you're up all the time if and positive and joyful, do, do you have a downswing of it as well? I don't.
1: Yeah. I think the only times that I'm emotional, really, like where I cry yeah. are like in the presence of God, seeing someone get baptized, like yes. in worship. I'll cry all the time when it comes to like God stuff. Yeah. yeah. But Like personal things, yeah. I'll cry. Maybe your girl will break my heart or something like that. But I mean, that's that's really it. Um, And I don't think I'm blocking my emotions. I just don't know any better. I don't know how to. It's not that I'm not feeling them. I don't know how to explain it because everybody thinks I'm crazy.
0: No, no. This is where I feel similar (laughs) to you totally. um, Where I I feel I'm I'm an up person. Yeah. um, And. Okay, but if I'm being honest, I'm thinking, am I lacking, uh, am I lacking, uh, you know, the Bible talks about mourn with those who mourn, Yeah. Uh, you know, things like that. Where oh, yeah, I think about that all the time. With, like, and I can't, like, it, I can't, but here, here's one thing, though. Here's one <laughs> Watch thing. what you I'm, say. I'm just thinking, no, I'm just thinking out loud. Again, I'm not, yeah. this, this podcast I'm is not, kidding. Kirk knows everything. <laughs> This is not, yeah. So, but uh, but it, but it doesn't say, listen, you wrote the Bible study. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, it doesn't say mourn uh, with those who mourn how they're mourning. Correct. Oh, that's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Um, like you can feel for so, someone. Yeah. I think the frustration is the fact that I'm actually with somebody yeah. while they're mourning. Yeah. And I may not be showing the same emotion that there are, but the, the fact is I'm with them in it, you know? And that's how and you And I are. need to do a better job of being in it with yeah, people. Totally. totally. Um, but, yeah, sometimes I get knocked on, yeah. yo, why don't you show a little bit of anger? Why For don't you show sure. a little bit of competitiveness? Or why don't you show a little bit of, like, some tears, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm i just wondering <laughs> if you... I'm, I'm literally the same
1: boat as you, and yeah. I've always been that way. And Gosh, people I, hate us so I know. much <laughs> But I don't know any better Like I literally don't Listen, know Listen, I have a
0: cold today and I feel great Like today but is actually, a great day yeah. Seriously It's actually a yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually great day Yeah, so
1: good Like I literally believe that you can have a good day every single day And I think every year can get better
0: Hey, everybody, I'm interrupting this interview right now because we got a brand new shout out. Somebody that gives financially to this podcast to make it happen. She's a patron member officially, and her name is Ashton Hoff. We just want to say thank you so much for your giving, your generosity. uh, You're helping make this podcast happen. Ashton, you're amazing. And at the end of every episode, uh, I want you to know that each guest shares their favorite book. If you're listening and you'd like a free book given to you, you can go to exceptionpodcast.com dot co forward slash audible um i was just reading last night um about how some people so in the area of eating like that's one one thing i'm i need to work on is like yeah. eating right treating your body right um and you'll you will um like if you, if you start, like if you cheat, like at yeah. one point in the day, it's like the rest of the day's ruined. You know, right. like I'm right, just, right. I already cheated. I'm... Might as well go to get Might as well, yeah, yeah, we're just <laughs> right. doing this, you know, and that's, yeah. that's how a lot of people think. Yeah. I mean, that's how I think. It's yeah. like, uh, I already screwed up. So right. like tomorrow's a new day, you know? For sure. Um, and, but, I, but I don't think it's true. I think you can actually start now. Like, for sure. Like even if you, you ate four donuts for breakfast, yeah you could... You could not eat four thousand more calories after right. that. Right. You know, like you can eat totally. And Always uh, looking up. What What I was reading was talking about his, his mercies are new every morning. Yeah. The point of that is not that you have to wait till tomorrow morning wow. for new mercies, but you can you get them right now. The point of it is, yeah. it's it's new now. Like so it's good. New right now. So again, tell me if that. I'm wrong. But no. Um yeah, I, I do need to work on that a little bit, but in people's lives what you're saying is is you can have a great day yeah. even if what you five minutes ago was terrible. For sure, because it's
1: how you react to it. Yeah. Because everything in life is about how you respond to it. Yeah. And like that's your that's your attitude base towards it. If ninety percent of Um, what is it? What is that quote? Like 90% of what actually happens to you is based on your response to it. And if you look at something like, yeah, that sucks, but you can't change anything that's happened in the past. So you might as well preface for the future and just make an improvement for the future. So yeah, I think so often it's like everybody that does, um, they're like January one, I'm going to start working out. Why not start Today. Totally. Like, why does it have to be a date? Because when you do set a date, you're most likely to fail at it.
0: Yeah. You know? No, I'm with you. There's people listening uh, to you, and they'll go, well, it's easy to say when mm. uh, you've got a successful Bible study, you're yep. supporting yourself with things you created, entrepreneurship. No doubt did you have some struggle, but it's easy to say when everything's good. So yep. tell them <laughs> some things that you've gone through yeah, man. Uh, that were not so good growing up.
1: Yeah, totally. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, when people actually hear... My story and stuff. They're like, "Oh, dang. Okay, you've you've dealt with some stuff." And I
0: think people got to be careful judging, anyways, because yeah. everybody's gone through it. You know, one hundred percent, everybody's gone through something. And so yeah. when they see the joy, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it's all about how you yeah. respond to it. Again. I think here's my guess. I think I'm I'm guessing that you are the way you are because of how God created you. Yes. Yep. yep. But also, along with that, yeah. is you are the way you are. Because you've actually had to learn yeah. how to be joyful when things are going For bad. For sure. And totally. you've just had more practice than yeah. some other people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's people going through it right now that don't have that same joy. Yeah. Um, but it's it's feasible. It, like, you, you can yeah, get yeah. there. You can get there. Right. Let's talk about it.
1: Yeah. So when I was uh, four years old, my mom was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. Um, She was sent home with a 5% chance to live, chemo, radiation. She was so skinny. She looked like a Holocaust victim, and basically they said she was Do you remember this at four? No. Crazy thing. So when we get to every other piece of it, my mom was always praying that I wouldn't remember any of the bad stuff that happened growing up. I literally have max 10 memories below the age of 15. Also, maybe a reason you're so positive. Jeez. Isn't that wild? Yeah,
0: that's wild. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so, But also, like, all this stuff influenced who I am, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that was number one. Well, and you know stage, everything
0: that happened. Yeah.
1: Totally. Stage four ovarian. Then she had a tumor around her sciatic nerve um, a little bit later, chemo radiation. Then she had colon cancer.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, hang yeah. On. You got to slow down because... <laughs> It's like, does she still have ovarian cancer? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what's the journey? So, Like, take it one by one, because...
1: Stage four. I'll share as much as I know. Stage four, ovarian. When I was four years old, um, miraculously healed from it. Lord healed her. Gave her, like, a word that she was going to get through it. Cancer-free. In in the midst of it. Cancer-free. Fine. Next up, tumor on her sciatic nerve. Um, Cancer again. The Lord says, "I'm going to get you through it." Um, miraculously healed of so, it.
0: So, so twice now. Uh, twice. The reason I'm slowing it down. Yep, yep. Is uh, I I think it just carries weight. Um, yeah. because the the next part's crazy. So yeah. I've heard of people they get cancer once. Yep, and they beat it. Yep, and and even stories of miraculous healing like yeah. your mom. And I've also heard, uh. Then they get cancer again. Yeah. You know, and we both know somebody that's going For through sure. it right now. Totally. Get cancer again. And what a bleak yeah. place. I totally. mean, because everybody that gets healed yep. is going to die someday. For sure. And they all know it. Yeah. So even though I was healed, I know I'm still going to die someday, but not from cancer. Not six months later. Six months later. Right. And then she gets healed from that. From that. Completely and then what fine
1: then. But I mean, like, yeah, she lost her hair a few different times and every time it would come back a different color, which was wild. So like growing up, my mom always had a different color or she'd have a wig or, and she would let me pick out the wigs. So one time she let me pick, she was like, you can pick (laughs) out any wig you want. And I'm like the black one. No, she had like this super bad black wig. (laughs) (laughs) No, what a mom! She cracks up about it still today. Yeah, Yeah, that's so so funny. funny. Okay, so
0: so second time around, she's healed.
1: Healed, Um, and then she's fine. Life's good. For how long? Uh, I don't know. The so this was all between four and fifteen for me. Got it. So, so
0: yeah, but not four and six, not no, four no, and no. ten. <clears throat> no, I mean a you're talking years. eleven years. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So then she gets diagnosed with colon cancer. Has to have uh, three quarters of her colon removed, and she's an author, so her nickname is semicolon because she only has a quarter of her colon.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: yeah. Amazing. Wow. <laughs> she's she's probably gonna be so bummed
0: that I just said that. Uh, well, you just gave it away. She's still alive. Yeah, yes. So, so
1: she's still alive to, today. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, colon cancer, healed of that. Yes. Um, breast cancer, uh, double mastectomy, everything. That was when no. I was 15. Um, but the Lord again said, hey, I'm going to heal you. So I'm literally seeing God miraculously heal my mom four different times growing up. Yeah. And still when I hit... 17, 18, I was like, yeah, I don't know if this sure, is all right. real.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Okay. Uh, still within four to 15. Yep. What's what's faith journey like for you in your family? Yeah. How are you being raised? Yeah. Uh, because I do believe it's all foundational for, for how, sure. 100%. How, how you made it to where you're totally. today. Totally.
1: Um, so basically, when I was four, my mom and dad like grew up in the church, but they weren't believers, really. Yep. And so, um, when she was four, a guy named Papa Don came into the, what? Um, Papa Don. He was the, like he was, a smurf. I know. Right. He's the man. Uh, so he was my mom's uh, really close friend at the time, her dad. Um, I got it. and, and Papa he was Don. Papa Don, the Don. The Don. Um, he's a super strong believer. And so when I was four, when she had stage four ovarian, he came into the hospital, yep. gave her a Bible and was like like you need to read this if like if you don't know where you're going tomorrow so if your parents you were, weren't believers they were believers when she they, got sick correct no way yeah. they grew up in the church yeah, but I think there's it. a huge yeah. difference there yeah um and he was there like he's like if you if you uh if you were to die today do you know where you would go and she was like man i think i would go to heaven i went to church growing up yeah. and he's like you need to read this and so she just went in on the Bible no and she is like the most passionate person I know when it comes to scripture and yeah. like being dedicated and like reading it and um, her whole life focused on it um, because of that that turn of events and so they started going to church um, my dad started getting into the word as well their relationship uh, started mending together even better and yeah incredible um what spending time in the word will do for a relationship so do and you so, remember
0: some of that transformation in your parents' lives or since what you can remember is like you've always known? Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, honestly, I've seen more of a transformation in their lives that I can remember just over the last few years.
0: What's that like? But
1: it's so cool to see, man. Yeah. Like I love it so much um, just watching them on fire, walking in the spirit every day, like, yeah. like loving so well and just their relationship uh, growing together. Yeah. is awesome. Um, and so yeah, like growing up I would go to church and I was, I was, um, I was part of all the youth groups and everything, yeah, yeah, but it was never, I didn't fully understand it. You know, Yeah, it just wasn't super personal. Um, even though like it was getting more personal for them, I was just, maybe I was just too young. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't my own faith and it wasn't my own faith until I was 26.
0: Uh, if you remember this, uh, and if you don't remember it, then you yeah. won't be able to answer the questions. But um, what is it like to to have your parents sit you down and say, "Hey, mom's got cancer, uh, and it's not looking great." I multiple times. Yeah, you
1: don't remember. I literally don't remember it, any of it. I can't envision her at all. Like I literally can't picture her before the age of fifteen. I remember her walking behind me in the hallway at, in elementary school. And I was running ahead, and that was that's the only interaction that I really remember.
0: It's so interesting um, because even the fact that you don't remember yeah. is a miracle, like for sure. So even while you go to seventeen and you're like, I don't believe this stuff, yeah, I, like I can't even. But you can't remember what you should yeah. be able to remember for sure, which uh, is and it's nuts. all the dark stuff.
1: But at the same time, like everything that she, everything that I am, like every piece of me right now is so based on. What those two taught me growing up, yeah. like because she's super positive, my dad's super positive, and just looking at every situation from a positive perspective, yeah. it, like that is the way that you think in my yeah. in my life. Like yeah. I've never not known that because it's, I mean, it's been twenty five years of that.
0: Man, <clears throat> I think I think, um, and I know a bunch of people that they would believe what we believe yeah. in the sense that. How you think is so important, one hundred percent to how you act, how you yeah. respond to situations, the words that come out of your mouth. I mean, it is like what you think becomes yeah. who you are. You know, your thought life is everything. Us, yeah, yeah, thought life, totally. So they believe that. Yeah, but they, but little things can, you know, and even in yeah. my own life, yeah. I mean, even For me, sure. little things can set me off at times where yeah. it's just ah, uh, like can ruin my day, you know, whatever. Yeah. Do you have any like key in that? Like, you know, how do you live a life where little things and epic things don't set you off? Yeah.
1: You know, I think so much of it, like I was saying, it's all about how you respond to it and positivity or negativity are like a snowball. So if you in the morning, you spill coffee on your pants. You're probably going to get in a car accident. You're probably going to have like all these bad things happen throughout the day because that's how a bad day, quote unquote, is, that's how it is formed. Yeah. But at the same time, if you spill coffee on your pants and then all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm just happy that I have pants and that that coffee was really good when I had it, then it blocks that snowball from happening the rest of the day. And you're like, okay, cool. On to the next. Interesting. And I think one of the biggest things is being grateful. Thankfulness yes. is like a huge thing for me. And yeah. I think every day, like you should be thankful for the small stuff. Yep. And when you develop that mindset, every, so many things in life are better. So yeah, I, I, I suggest a lot of people to do that struggle with it, to do like a thankfulness journal, to, yeah. to actually get a journal and every day write down five things that you're thankful for. Yep. I remember. So when I was at um, when I was at the country club working, I had like eighteen people on my staff every um, or that were on my staff, and every day I made them say some one thing that they were thankful for. Yeah, and it was just who I was known as. Like I was the manager that made everybody say, say something, something that they're thankful for. And there was one day, I was working in a different department, and I went in and I was like, "Hey, what's up, man? I'm Zach." It was a new guy, yeah. and I was like, "What are you thankful for today?" And he sat there for like thirty seconds. And he's like, man, I, I don't know. And I was like, you aren't thankful for one thing today? And he's like, no, I don't think so. And it was just so normal for him. And that, like, it made me laugh so much at first, but then I was, like, hit with sadness. Guy, and I yeah. was like, wow, how can you, like, how do you not find something to be thankful for? Yeah, like, yeah. there's we have so much. Yep. I think so many people are like, man, I have nothing. But if you look at, like, If you look at any other area, like if you look at a small town in Africa, a village, and they're so happy and so joyful, we would look at them like they have nothing. But in reality, they think they have everything. And so it's all about perspective and where you're at and how much like your day could always be better and how much it could be worse. And knowing that it could always be worse is huge.
0: Um, I I, I know some people that are like you, And like me, in the sense that it's positivity all the time. Yeah. Um, I also know that they're fakes. Yeah. 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 For sure. Totally. (laughs) And I'm gonna I'm gonna name them. (laughs) I'm gonna name them all. No, I'm kidding. Bring it on. No, but there's times where I'm a fake. Yeah. Like if I'm being honest. Totally. um, Meaning that. We we have this external persona. So so the people that are listening to this and go, yeah, I I get it. You've you've learned yeah. how to be positive externally. Yeah, but I bet you got some tough stuff on the inside that you're working through. And if yeah. that and and what I believe, I don't believe that about you. Yeah. I would believe, man. God's yeah. There's a freedom that you have yeah. that other people just don't have. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know if you want to speak to that at all. Like, is there like Is it like you don't have five minutes of down? You don't have weeks of down, like yeah. Because there's people that have off years, you know, for sure, um, that are still positive on the outside. Yeah, totally. Um, it's, it's so funny because like,
1: I'm so like my, my brand essentially like on Instagram, like I'm very focused on my stories and stuff. And people are always like, you're so positive and so joyful. Are you always like that? Because we know those people that are like over the top and they're kind of annoying sometimes. And I'm like, yo, I don't want to spend time with them. They're like too much. And so like, yes, sometimes I I feel like I, it depends in the situation for sure. Like if I'm in certain areas where I know it is my role right now to be the positive guy. So I am going to be that for the people around
0: me. Yes, And I think that comes from like the the
1: manager perspective, totally. And so like, even if you aren't feeling like you need to be super joyful and bubbly right now, like that's the culture that you need to cultivate in the entire room. And so- Yes, totally. Um, But a lot of the time, like I'm I work at home. Like I'm by myself a lot. I'm pretty introverted, but when I'm around people, I'm very extroverted. Yeah. But I need my personal time, and it's like I'm not sitting there just like smiling and thinking about happy <laughs> thoughts. It's like I just picture like, you just yeah. at home, just like pumped, like I'm, woo, yeah, right? <laughs> woo! Uh, let's go. <laughs> that's <laughs> You're like, so that's funny. not me at yeah, all. Yeah. Like especially when I'm closer to someone, and when I spend more time with someone, I don't talk as much. I'm yeah. like just I'm pretty chill. And I'm yeah. I'm not as like out there. Yeah. But I know my role and when I need to be like that person.
0: Uh man, I agree with you. I was raised with a dad that just always said, Remember you're a leader. Yeah. You're a leader. So good. So the way that I view myself in any room is yeah unfortunately through this lens that it's not so unfortunate, but through this lens that I'm the leader in the room doesn't mean I'm in charge. Doesn't mean that I need to be the one speaking. Doesn't mean any of that. It just means I view myself as a leader. Totally. And so it matters how I act, you know? Um, and it just, it just, and it separated me in some social settings. Yeah. um, not that they view me as leader. It just yeah. it makes me feel separated, you know? Yeah, so that's why I say, sure. unfortunately, like I just, I just be, my dad always spoke to me and yeah. that's why I sp- speak into my daughters too. Totally. Which um, is so awesome. I love that about you. Yeah. Which is how you, that's what you're saying. It's like, you're the leader in the room. It was your management life. Um, I'm mean, just, honestly, I yeah. think you can like, no matter what
1: room you go into, you can sense the temperature in the room, the, the energy of it, and you can change that. So if you're in a place that's not like, whether. Or not you consider yourself a leader. You can change the atmosphere just by bringing up your level of joy.
0: Here's what whatever. I believe: like to the Christians that are listening, yeah, you have the Holy Spirit living exactly. inside of you for sure. So, uh, you know, if if you're having an off day, the Holy Spirit still lives inside of you, right? And whatever room you walk into, I'm not the leader. You are the leader because the Holy Spirit lives yeah. inside of you. Like, like. Right. You can pull any room up, you know, for um, sure. Because I, you're light. Pe- people ask me like, how, like, how do you have so much energy, or how do you yeah. like, why are you so joyful, or positive, all that? And I am a huge believer, like practically speaking, in energy management. Yeah. I, there's plenty of people that for we know sure. like, they're hype all the time. Yeah, uh, but Can't then they that. also have, they're, they're also <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. down, like they like, totally. like, why are you so mad, or why are you so, like, yeah. You have no energy, nothing to get you. Like, right. I just, I believe also more than just time management, like the energy management. F- so for me, yeah. I know when I need to be on uh, and it's not fake. It's right. me, it's but I'm on. It's your personality, and for sure. When, and I know and have grown in the discipline and continue to, do, to grow yeah. when I don't need to be on, you right. Know? Which is I think so that's like, what you're saying. It's like when yeah. you're at home, yeah. you don't have to be on exactly uh, because you're at home and you're getting But I don't ownership. think a lot of people
1: understand that. I think there's a, a small percentage of us that would use the term like I need to be on yeah. because a lot of people, they're just like, this is just my normal life. Yeah. But because like I never grew up being told I'm a leader, like you're a leader, you're a leader, do yeah. this. It's just always been... Just kind of who I am. And like, even when I don't wanna be, I know that I still am. But I never even think about like the concept of leadership. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, like you were saying, we are light. And when you go in a dark place, it's now light because you are there. If you walk into a room and you flip on the light switch that was dark, now it's light because the light is there. And it's the same for us. Yeah. If like we're in a, if we go to a dark place, as light, bringing being light carriers yeah. with the Holy Spirit in us, yeah. when we walk into a dark place, it's now light yeah. because you're there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. It's so crazy. whether you like it or not, exactly yeah, you're a right. It's just the way that it is. Side note: When yeah. I left my house today, my yep. daughter, she's three. Yeah, uh, she she walked me to the front door, and she said, "Remember." you're a leader. Yes. So, shout Yo, out to I Adley. love that so much. Yeah. She does man. it every day. When Like if I go to work, which yeah. is what I speak to her, like whenever, yeah. whenever she leaves, like with yeah. Kaylee, my wife, uh, I always say, remember you're a leader. Like, yeah. uh, so now she, I mean, she is a leader because so she good. does that yeah, to me, for which sure. is
1: epic. But you're such a good dad, man. That's, how, a, that's so a parent inspiring. win. There's some yeah. for sure
0: parent fails. Yeah, uh, I had everybody's on should shoulders one time. I had her on my shoulders, <clears throat> yeah. and I had to get something out of the back of my wife's car, like which is like a oh, crossover, I like SUV. I think about that all the time. And I opened up, <laughs> I opened up the the back door of the car, and I reached in with Adley on my shoulders, yeah, and I about took her head off, <laughs> and I felt like the worst. Oh of my all goodness! Time. I mean, you would have thought she was dying. In how For she's sure. Anyways, there's parent, parent <laughs> fails too, <laughs> but yeah, overall, I
1: literally think about that every time I see scary. a kid
0: on a their dad's shoulders. Like, but what if I, you hit a tree branch? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes when I'm watching our youngest, I yeah. like I'll. Like I'll be running an errand or whatever. And I will like look in the back of the car panicking. Like, did I put her in the car <laughs> or did I leave her on the sidewalk? Like I had like moments like that. So yeah. I, dear Lord, help me never leave my daughter behind. Anyways.
1: Oh my
0: goodness. awesome. Okay. What are you Agreed. dreaming about? Um, we were yep. talking about before, and I know this about you, that you do, you do the long game. You're in it for the long game. Yeah. And that's a good entrepreneur anyway. a Good business guy. Yeah. Like start with the end in mind. Uh, and so you're starting something called Sunday School. Yep. Uh, talk about that and yep. uh, kind of what you're building. What What's the end game of that? Yeah, well? for
1: sure. So Sunday School is kind of like the umbrella company to everything. So the Bible study will essentially be under that. But it's really focused on online classes and merch um, that inspire you to love God, others, and yourself better. Yeah. So the first... Um, online class or master class that we have coming out will probably be in February, I'm guessing, um, focusing on self-help stuff from a biblical perspective. I think there's such a divide there for some reason where a lot of Christians look at self-help stuff or self-improvement stuff like, oh no, that's not... like. We don't Yeah, It'd be like meditation or it'd be yeah, like yeah. <clears throat> yoga or like. But it's not all that. Yeah, yeah. Like so the classes are like looking at joy and positivity and your identity and blessings and fruit of the spirit and like who you are now that you're a believer. Essentially
0: if you want to be Zach Wendell. <laughs> <take> <laughs> this, this is class. me in a class. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it'll be like a six week class with some videos and like a PDF and there'll be some merch attached to it just to yeah. like like I love like I feel like I have a voice in, in joy and so like putting like the words joyful on stuff. And yes. Like just so things like make,
0: that. You should make uh uh shirts that have each fruit of the spirit like (laughs) like, like, oh i can't tell if you're actually serious (laughs) i'm serious dude this is is me being on right now i'm I'm dead serious but maybe you're just being nice to me so (laughs) bro you couldn't have done that better you're like oh yeah all right yeah (laughs) So when it doesn't uh, happen, I'll know exactly what you yes. felt about my idea. <laughs> well, uh, I
1: think okay. we're gonna. So we're gonna have like initially a set amount of like merch that we release, and then it's fine. The, <laughs> and then the first, this is this is what I'm getting at. The first of every month, we're gonna do like a limited edition piece. Yeah. So we could do like nine months. Kirk influence limited edition. Listen, you, if I you heard I could, it here
0: first, folks. If I could <laughs> speak into it and release fruit of the spirit apparel,
1: done. I'm in, dude. Didn't the, Oh, the fruit of the loom.
0: Fruit of the loom is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're doing start, it. No, we're I'm gonna, gonna start an underwear yeah. brand. I was That's just a, gonna say it's gonna be nine different colors <laughs> based on nine different fruits and fruits of the spirit, right. <laughs> Best podcast episode ever. Okay, so you're starting some Sunday school. The first one's coming yes. out potentially in February. Probably February. Self-help. Uh, you've got some other ideas. Uh, the reason I brought up Fruit of the Spirit is because you said yeah. it earlier, is teaching on the fruits of the Spirit. Yep. Um, what? Anything else that you're working on with that? I mean, Yeah, I clothing think too, for so sure.
1: I'm, I, I always have my hands in a lot of things. So I do yep. sales during the day for a company. So yeah, I'm yeah. like, <clears throat> I'm busy 40 hours a week doing that. But then at night I'm building out this other stuff because that's obviously the dream to yep. be able to do that full time. Who knows when that'll actually happen um but i have other ideas i do some consulting and helping other people and
0: yeah uh, what would you whatever. consult
1: so a lot of like brand strategy yep. and like product development yeah. so if someone's like hey i have this idea for an app cool we're going to like figure out how to make that happen for you
0: yo i think i told you my app idea yeah yeah and uh, and i don't know if anybody's done it yet but here's the app idea i'm just going <laughs> to give it come on you. let it this out is, there th- this is my time to share it. i'm kidding <laughs> It's like the worst. I'm I'm taking over this episode. No, no. Here's the so app. So any
1: investors want to invest. In That's what I'm saying. This, yeah. Right. No. I mean, they Come can on.
0: just take it because I'm not going to do it. <laughs> just take the idea. No. The app idea is uh, phones are recording all the time. Like, yeah. or they have the ability yeah. to? Yeah. They they would because you can say, Hey Siri, yeah. and as I say that, they're really think. creepy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Super. Like I have Alexa over there, and she's yeah. listening. She just lit up. Yeah. Um. So it's just crazy that things are listening. All the time, time. and imagine if there's an app out there that you could um, just like press like the app, and it saves the last minute or last two or three minutes of whatever just happened in the room. Such a good idea! So it's always it's listening to whatever length you set it at, and it's automatically deleting and trashing like after that. But it it would capture the last sixty seconds. So when you have an emergency where you need, you want to like, oh, I want to remember that idea, yeah, yeah. or I want to remember what the teacher just said, or right. that person just threatened me, yeah. and I have proof. Like to press the app, the app button, totally. and it saves the last sixty seconds, so you don't yeah. always have to be out. Like, let me record this real quick because sure. you're not going to do that, We're right? But the app could always be listening and could yeah. always have the last sixty seconds. Come on, bro, you're like. Brilliant! Not a bad idea. I think it's a great
1: idea, and I think it's going to get bit from someone watching this podcast. <laughs> I kind of hope so. Uh,
0: just, just give me credit. That's all. Right. Just throw a little just credit put your line face in there. on it. Just make your yeah. face the brand. <laughs> okay. okay, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, hey, I do have a couple questions as we wrap Come this on. up. Yep. Uh, but uh, the first one uh, is, what's your favorite book of all time? Um. As you wrote the
1: Bible yeah, study. Yeah, geez, that's a really tough question. Um, favorite book of all time? I think a very um, influential book in when I was out in Australia. Um, two different ones. Um, prayer by Tim Keller, because yep. he basically takes all a bunch of different books on prayer and brings them all into one. Yeah. And so, like, I love that. Um, we're going to stick with that one. Great. We're, we're going to stick with that one. Yeah, Sir, so good. By Tim prayer Keller. by Tim Keller. Amazing. Love it. When did you read it? In Australia? Uh, in so? Australia. And it yeah. really like taught me how to pray, the importance of prayer, and like seeing prayers um, come into fruition. Give us a little prayer tip. Oh, um, God isn't afraid of your, quote-unquote, dumb prayers. Like, if you want a red bike, pray about getting a red bike. Great. Like, pray about the small stuff.
0: You're saying because he already knows about it. Anyway. For sure.
1: And he, he's, he cares about, like, your
0: small little happiness. Somebody's like, listening, wants a red bike, and they're, like, so pumped. Right? They're like it's, it's like, it's prophetic. God's going to make it happen now. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. No but I think,
1: a, like, he's a good father, and he yo, cares about us. Good tip.
0: Us. Yeah. Totally. Great
1: But tip. a lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to pray that because it's, like... God has so many other other things to worry about.
0: It's like, no. Yo, God's infinite, man. Totally. I'm with you.
1: And he loves you and he wants to bless you with good stuff.
0: Okay. Somebody following in your footsteps, uh, what's one piece of advice you would give them?
1: Um, So I was taught this early on, um, probably 11 years ago. Uh, to do one thing every single day towards your end goal, no matter what it is. So say you want to be a designer to yeah. do one logo design, yeah. to do like, even if it's just a sketch, yep. um, one small thing, even if it's five minutes, because by the time you hit to the end of the week, you're going to have so much more done than if you were just to put it aside an hour on a Tuesday.
0: Yeah. You know? So one small thing every one day. One small thing every day. day.
1: Done. And you do that? I do that. And I'm very organized. I'm like freakishly organized with my time, Um, like people would think I was insane. Like I will work in, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to hang out with people from this two hour time span. I don't care what happens at that two hour time span, but right afterwards I have to go do this. And it's like morning till night every day. I know exactly where I need to be like two weeks in advance. Do you think there's crazy. A, There's like a problem with that? I think, you know, there there's probably something. Do you have control issues? Or, no,
0: I'm kidding. I'm kidding, bro. Uh, no, it's as opposed yeah. to most people who have yeah. no
1: organizational uh, skill with right. their time. and then you actually yeah. act upon your dreams and your desires yeah, and you awesome. get stuff done. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm, I'm going to work on it when I feel like it. You're never going to feel like it. You're never going to yeah, be yeah. in the mood to, to work on things. Yeah. Like at ten o'clock at night after you just worked for twelve hours. Yeah. Like you have to break it down as much as possible. So I love yeah. reverse engineering things. Yeah. So like by the end of this week, I need to get this chunk of stuff done. Now I need to figure out How what I'm I need to do, do each day. Yep. And I do that every week, two weeks in advance at least. Yeah. Amazing. And
0: yeah. Super organized. And then
1: if like someone's like, Hey, we need to get together for this time. I literally have to take what I was going to do that day and put it on a different day and like, whether that that means losing sleep or whatever, but it has to get done.
0: Yeah. Yo, that's crazy um how can people how can people buy the Bible study yeah um, where can they can find it where can they find yeah. you
1: uh, you can find me at um, on Instagram I'm pretty active on there under Zach Wendell. and then the study is available there's a link in my bio and then it's also tbsstudy.com so there's two s's there yeah um, and that's where
0: that's where it's at right now Tbs TBSstudy.com.
1: study.com
0: amazing that's it man yo thanks so much Bro. for being here thanks for being Thank who you are you. too uh, because you put me to shame in your positivity and just your kindness, dude. Kindness. And that's a a fruit of the Spirit. Thank you. Speaking of. Come on. Let's make a shirt. We should make a shirt like that. I would wear it man yeah, it's more than just positivity it's yeah. a, it's a true kindness that comes from thank who you, you are you care about everybody and um, I felt that the few times that we've hung out and softball that we played together come on let's so, go
1: for real we're winning next season
0: next, next season sure
1: <laughs> bro I love <laughs> you so not. much thank you yeah. for letting me be a part of this it's an honor see um, you're gonna
0: outdo me again dude bro no
1: I'm just saying like you're an incredible dude I'm super inspired by you by you as a father by your work ethic by your personality and I think every. Everybody can learn so much from you.
0: If you've enjoyed this podcast, be sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a review. You can also subscribe to us on YouTube or anywhere podcasts are found. To stay connected with what we're doing, you can also follow us on Instagram at exceptionpodcast and visit our website at exceptionpodcast.co. New episodes are releasing every Friday. If you know someone who is an exception to the rule and want us to share their story, you can let us know on our website. We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. Until next time, remember, as a rule, be an exception to the rule. Peace.